Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. So how you doing? How's your health? Last week I was having one of those days, I'll tell you. You know the kind. Nothing was going right. Someone said to me, well, at least you have your health. And, you know, as much of a cliche as that is, there was a lot of truth in that. Good health is something to be grateful for. At the very least, it's a lot cheaper to be healthy. Today, we're going to examine the different aspects of health. Because according to Dr. Grubbs, author of the new book, Grip Life, there are seven of them. And the first one is the most obvious, physical health. Physical health can be movement for just about any age because you can do low-level exercises if you're over 65 or 70 or what have you. Physical health could certainly relieve stress or whatever, and it has to do with body wellness. Some people use physical health to maintain their weight. One of the areas we tend to take for granted in this country is mental health. Poor mental health is a medical condition and we should be treating it that way, just like physical health. It's too often ignored, and there are a lot of reasons for that. I'm guessing it's because we aren't always in tune with the symptoms, and it can be hard to detect. Mental health, I think, is one of the most important ones because it's mind wellness. If you don't have your mind, you do not know what you're doing physically, <laughs> mentally, and you, and you may not be able to succeed vocationally because it will influence your employment rating. Besides that, you have financial health and well, certainly mental health could influence your financial health, especially if you're getting that money through a salary or from a job or, or if you need to master your budget. She says the best way to maintain or acquire a normal, productive life is to avoid neglecting any element of your health, which includes all seven areas. Physical, mental, financial, and vocational health are four of them. And based on what you've heard so far, these are pretty easy to understand. But what about social health? How active are you in your community? Work with others at work. This is a huge issue. How's your network of family and friends? It's important to take a look at it. People seem to shun people who have been in mental institutions or who've had some mental illnesses in their family. Now, they may not invite you to the sorority or to various different organizations or the different type of socials, whereas uh, if that group felt that you had something to offer to the group, would invite you to become a member. You might have more to offer than you know. And speaking of your community, Another aspect of health is spiritual health. It's a factor no matter what you believe in. Spiritual health, I wrote that because I grew up in a Southern family, that valued family, valued God, and certainly valued our education. And personally, I said, well, let me check a few Bible verses and see if they relate to each of these elements of health. I did locate some that did, and I, I, I use those because uh, I certainly believe in Christian living. I, and I thought, well, if everybody would live just by the Ten Commandments, 
this might be a better world. Amen to that. <laughs> different people believe in different things. I really don't try to push my belief on anybody. Sometimes if you give that stress, talking to somebody who's not going to tell anybody, <laughs> you close up in a room all by yourself and talk to God. That has helped me. I don't know whether it's helped anybody else, but, but I, I do believe in doing that. That's how I think these different elements can influence each other. And that's a key point right there. Understanding the different elements is one thing, but understanding how they intertwine to affect each other is something else entirely. A good example is the family dynamic. What kind of home did you grow up in? Different families have different dynamics, different values, different structures, rules, and beliefs. The head of the family would influence the other people in the family, and then those people would live that way from their influence and teaching and influence the community. And a community can impact states. States impact nations, and the nation impact the world. So it has a rolling impact. It's pretty interesting, right? Your health, your choices, your life has a far-reaching impact. One of my favorite movies is It's a Wonderful Life. Clarence, George Bailey's angel in training, once said to him, Strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? And when you think about it that way, all of a sudden, it's not about you anymore. It's your life, but it's also about everyone you come in contact with. Let's outline a plan for a healthier you. The biggest room in the world is room for improvement. <laughs> Another great quote to remember. The book is called Grip Life, and in it, there's some space provided for you to write down your improvement plan or areas that you want to work on. It's all about healthy living for you and really for all of us for generations to come. Here's a great example. I love sweets when I was growing up, and I do now. But I know not to pack ice cream in my freezer or, buy, or make cakes or, or whatever, because my grandmother preached that. And I noticed that I said, yeah, too many sweets, not good for you. You know, I may eat one a week, but now I have to have some type of self-control. You have to practice self-control. And I, and I think the elderly lady was very wise and knew what she was talking about and she would walk every day and all of that. Now she lived to be a hundred years old and her sister lived to be 107. I'm thinking, well, I ain't going to get there, but I do want to live as long as I can. <laughs> I hope she does get there, and I hope you do too. Dr. Elizabeth W. Grubbs has plenty of wisdom to share. She has lived in and out of the United States. She's seen extreme poverty and extreme wealth in the same cities. You probably have too. She's obtained degrees and other experiences in education, counseling, and supervision from Tuskegee University, Livingston University, University of Mexico, and Wayne State University. Grip Life is now available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, Ix Libris, and many other places. And that will do it for this edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com. 